Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, there's nothing better than when they just get caught on tape saying the quiet part out loud. Let me just tell you what they're going to do. I mean, it's a bunt. They deliver it to you like a pizza. Hello, Domino's. Here's your pizza. They just deliver it. They ring the bell. Domino's. They're just giving it to you. This stuff isn't even that hard to find. It's so hilarious. I got to play this uh, video for you. I mean, it really is a, a troubling, shocking. I don't know. I don't care about the adjective. Explosive, whatever. The guy just admitting in this big censorship project in conjunction with the United States government, yeah, we're probably breaking the law. Like the exact words. I got that. January 6th bomber case, bomber case, which is getting weirder by the second. Lot to talk about. The debt ceiling thing. Biden's just now totally backed himself into a corner. Doesn't know what to do. Today's show brought to you by Blackout Coffee. Stop giving your money to woke companies. Go shop with products that actually care about our country, our constitution. Blackout Coffee. Great coffee. Blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Check them out today. Use coupon code Bongino. For 20% off your first order, blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino. Folks, loaded show for you, Dan Friday. I got questions for Dan. Also, I'm going to show you about this January 6th case, this bomber case, where, you know, there's, it's kind of a development, but not a development, but it's an important uh, piece of news here. That something I told you about a while ago about reverse surveillance, the ability to surveil someone in reverse. In other words, we're surveilling him. He's walking here. He's walking there. Well, where did he come from? Where was he before that? Why that's important and why I was skeptical of the FBI the entire time. Welcome on this Friday. Today's show brought to you by Tommy John. Most of your dad's tastes get better with age. Scott, steak, snaps. But when it comes to underwear, he's still rocking the old tidy whities Time for an overdue upgrade. Get him some Tommy John underwear. When dads wear Tommy John, they're that much more comfortable. They can do everything better. And I mean everything better, but that's for another day. That's because Tommy John moves with you, keeps you cool, thanks to breathable lightweight fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. With over 20 million pairs sold, dads everywhere love Tommy John underwear. That's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics like me. Since dad always wants the best for you, grab a pair of Tommy Johns for yourself. Grab one for yourself, too. You've earned it there, champ. Listen, folks, Tommy John, incredible. Wear them. Have been wearing them, wearing them long before they were a customer. Dad always saved your butt. Let Tommy John return the favor with their best pair you'll ever wear. It's free guarantee. Tommy John, no adjustment needed. Get your Father's Day gifts early at Tommy John's Memorial Day sale now through May 30th. Save an astounding 30% site-wide at TommyJohn.com slash Bongino. 30% off at TommyJohn.com slash Bongino. TommyJohn.com slash Bongino. See site for details. Love my Tommy Johns. <laughs> All right, Joseph, it's Friday, my man, so let's go. It's Friday! Yeah! Love Fridays. Yeah. Love them even more now that I don't have to record a bunch of stuff after yeah. the radio show's over. Everybody knows what I mean. So much better. I actually get like half a day off now on Friday. It's nice. And go out tonight and have a bit of a good time. I know some of the people out there in the show, they don't like that when I talk about that kind of stuff. Uh, sorry, but that's the real Dan. That's the Dan Bongino show. And uh, that's me. I like to enjoy myself. Tonight is going to be a good time. It's going to be a busy weekend too. Got a lot going on this weekend. So I may see you out and about in the neighborhood, if you know what I mean. So, I mean, we get it. We get it, folks. This government we're dealing with is so ridiculously corrupt that it's really hard to get your arms around bear hug style. It really is. As you process one federal entity's massive corruption, another one comes and kicks you square in the balls. You're like, wow, the FBI's corrupt. 
They were spying on the president. Oh, look, the IRS fired the entire team looking into Hunter Biden. Oh, you mean the DOJ was responsible for that, too? Oh, you mean intelligence agencies are conspiring to develop portfolios and Donald Trump and others? Oh, the DHS is funding, funding a group that openly admitted they may be breaking the law, trying to censor people. Gosh, that's kind of weird. But you know what's not weird to them? What's not weird to them is the fact that hierarchy, they want to be on top and they want power, man. They don't care about being exposed. They don't care. We're dealing with straight up tyrants. Folks, I just saw this the other day and I'm expecting, not that this is, uh, this may sound a little cocky, but I don't know what to tell you. When we cover stuff, typically it winds up filtering down because producers listen to this show into other uh, shows, if you know what I mean. But that's good because you haven't heard much about this story I'm about to bust open here. It's from the Heritage Foundation Media Research Center. Brent Bozell's done some great job, a great job on it. You haven't heard much about it, but you're going to after today. So you ready? Ready to take a ride with me? Because this story is freaking bananas. First, let's start with this tweet by the Heritage Foundation and the Media Research Center. The MRCs uncovered a DHS anti-terrorism program. Anti-terrorism program targeting terrorists? Huh. Who are the terrorists, Joe? Who do you think the terrorists uh, are? Conservative. Uh, Joe's struggling. He's like, oh, no, yeah. no. Because that would be like political targeting. Come on. Wait. This guy, this is what he's talking about. What are you? Uh, I'm country sorry, you live man. in, man. Freaking North shot. Korea. Cut the crap, man. You're misleading the audience. I'll take it seriously. Deceptive and I don't like it. Thank right. you. Yeah. 80 grants and 39.6 million taxpayer dollars later. <laughs> Damn. Here's a look at how Biden and Mayorkas are outsourcing their efforts to conflate concern. Joe, concern. Holy shit, Joe's right. Their efforts to conflate conservatives with terrorists. Man, I didn't see that coming. That's so weird, Joe. You were so out ahead of like that. like that, Dano. Yeah, I know. Man, you've been with me a while. I wish I would have caught on soon. <laughs> so the Department of Homeland Security, $39.6 trillion. Wow. Upwards of 80 grants to, this, to uh, teach people about the pyramid of far-right radicalization. This is some of the stuff that's out there that these people are working with. Oh, look at that. Far-right radicalization. Who's there at the bottom? Fox News, CBN, the NRA, the Heritage Foundation. So strange. PragerU, uh, Quillette, Breitbart, Infowar. Turning points in there? Gosh, my vision's getting terrible. Look at that. Wow. And then, look, they've got the Nazi swastika in there, too. So convenient they throw that in there. All these white supremacy symbols. As if anyone involved in that has anything to do with white supremacy at all. So strange. Well, these are the people they're working with. Oh, it gets better, folks. One of the grants they're giving and some of the people they've been working with, people are caught on tape here. It's just one guy from the University of Cincinnati. You're going to see in a minute, Michael Lodenthal. You can see him right here. He's a postdoctoral fellow with the University of Cincinnati, executive director of the Peace and Justice Studies Association, executive director of the Prosecution Project, and an open source investigator and social movement trainer. Oh, okay. Nice to meet you, Dr. Mike. It's a real pleasure. So here's Dr. Mike, Michael Lodenthal here. This is on the Heritage Foundation tweet. Here's Dr. Michael Lodenthal uh, talking about how, you know, they were involved in this, basically what, uh, what I'm going to characterize as a censorship effort, uh, working with the DHS. Now, to be, uh, to be straight with the facts, what you're about to hear was part, was before they were given this grant, apparently, in 2022. This is in 2021. But here's where the story gets crazy. And I'll show you a Fox News piece later citing this. Here's where the story's totally bananas. With the presentation you're about to watch about how to basically censor conservatives was part of a presentation package for a grant 
to the DHS. Now, Armacost, you're probably like, wait, that uh, yeah. sounds kind of crazy. Because yeah. we have this like, Joe's like, what the hell, man? What is that thing again? Yeah, the constant, 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 constipation. Constant. No, constitution. Yes, oh. we've got that thing, which is so strange because it's supposed to protect oh, free yeah. speech. So it's so weird that you would give a speech on how to censor conservatives and then you would put it in a video pitch to sell to the government, to get money to the government to censor, censor conservatives. Yeah, so strange. Here, listen to Dr. Mike Law Lodenthal here talk about how, hey, you know, you should give us some money because we could be breaking the law. Matter of fact, he, he implies they are breaking the law and that we may get sued and all that stuff. But he notes, don't worry, we've spoken to the FBI. Here, take a listen yourself. To go back to, to, to your question about what can liberals do, and, and I feel like it's a trite and, and, you know, simple answer, but you can give money. That's always really appreciated. Uh, we have legal defense funds because we get in trouble. A lot of the things we're doing are illegal, right? What I'm saying, what I'm telling you, a lot of it is involves breaking the law. And this is what the FBI will say. I've had many conversations with the FBI about this. Can you, can everybody just sit, can we do a TO? Is there a timeout? There's not really official timeout. Is there? Can everybody just process that for a moment? 20 second timeout on the floor. You've got a researcher here from the University of Cincinnati, Dr. Michael Lodendahl, saying on video, acknowledging they're probably breaking the law with regards to this effort, that they're asking liberals for money because they're probably breaking the law. He then says that he spoke to the FBI about breaking the law. Now, I don't know about you guys, but last time I checked, the FBI was, what, what are they described as? Law enforcement enhancement. Oh, enforcement. Law enforcement. So crazy. So he's talking to the FBI about law and a law enforcement operation, about breaking the law. Yet it's so weird that he's not in jail or anything like that if he's talking to the FBI about breaking the law, being investigated. Not only is he not being investigated, according to, I guess, uh, we haven't seen anything yet. The FBI is free to give us a statement otherwise, by the way. But he's submitting this and they're submitting this stuff to DHS in order to get a grant to do what? More law breaking? Well, what, 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 what exactly is going on here? What exactly is going on here? I promise you're going to be hearing a whole lot about this in the news in the next coming days here. How this story is managed to, I've been working on it for a couple of days. A friend of mine sent it over. I wanted to make sure we, we looked at this. And this thing is a disaster for the left. Here, it gets better. Here's the same video presentation here they're doing in 2021 before the DHS grant. But again, submitted as part of the package to get the grant, which arrived in 2022. Here's a tutorial from them on how to basically terrorize companies families, conservatives. This is just their template. Their te this is what tyrants do, how they can shut you up and censor people and hopefully get money from the DHS to do it. This is incredible. Check this out. I don't think it's any secret. So we manufacture a lot of infighting. That's real effective. Um, and that's much more effective to paralyze organizations than exposing Johnny. Because when Johnny leaves, he'll be filled by someone else. So we try to really focus organization. Basically, deplatforming is denying far-right fascist folk any sort of public sphere access. Um, you know, denying them the ability to speak because the belief is, the argument is that uh, hate speech is more than speech. It's materiality, it's organizing, it's mobilization. It's not an exchange of ideas in the marketplace and the best one wins, it's something else. It's the strategic deployment of organizational energy and power. And so to deny people that, 
to shut down their websites, to close their meetings, to physically prevent them from assembling in public. Folks, if that sounds totalitarian and nightmarish to you, uh, it should. These people are tyrants. They know exactly what they're doing. Their entire agenda is preventing. Did you hear what he said? Preventing you from speaking, preventing you from assembling. And I want you to pay very close attention to what he said in the beginning of that. Did you all hear it? That he, This is why I warn about this all the time. Guy, where do we get some of our most trouble from on this show? Yes, sir. Thank you. There's nothing these people love more than pretending to be conservatives and going in and fostering division amongst conservatives. Most of the stuff we get, we get, we get from conservatives. I'll give you a perfect example. I'm involved with Rumble. Guy the other day starts tearing it up on Twitter. You guys shadow banned me on, 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 we did. We did. I look into it. it I don't know where he got totally, completely fabricated, made up. I don't know what happened. But this is what, I don't know if he just didn't put, put, type the name in wrong. I mean, we just typed it in right there. We don't shadow ban anybody. That's just not what we do. Stuff like that's a small example of what happens all the time. These people are devious. They want us. They want the DeSantis people to eat the Trump people alive, the Trump people to eat the DeSantis people alive. I would not be surprised if some of the biggest voices out there causing issues are nothing more than liberal plants trying to cause problems. Not all of them. Not all. Like, you know, most people are just really, you know, true supporters and believers. But there are people out there who want nothing more than to divide us. Folks, please don't fall for that. There's nothing wrong with you being passionate about whatever candidate you want. Trump, Tim Scott, Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy, whatever. That is great. That passion is what's going to hopefully win this country back. However, focus your efforts and all of your energy on combating the left. Rush used to call them seminar callers. Remember that? Yes, seminar callers. Yeah. These people who are, abs yes, they are trained to call in and disrupt the show. Yep. That's what they do. They're sem well, they're seminar tweeters now. Because back then, you could only call them. It was the only oh. way to get access to your favorite people. This is what they do. Huh. They're admitting it. Folks, listen Listen to their own words. When your political enemies are talking, don't put cotton in your ears. These people are telling you how they work. Here's the next one, the last clip from this. This is just, a, this is incredible stuff. This is a, is, that, is there another one? Oh, I'm sorry. That was, a, I, have, I wrote the same thing down twice. That's my fault. That's not their fault. I wrote the same thing down twice. It caused the infighting. That's exactly what they want to do. <laughs> Folks, this is their goal. Look at this Fox News piece. It's in the newsletter today. Check it out. Bongino.com slash newsletter. University program linking Christians and Republicans to Nazis granted DHS funds under an anti-terror initiative. This is a big deal, ladies and gentlemen. Read this article. Keep your eyes on this program. This is what they're up to. Now, in case they want to take, because I can tell you right now, the fact checkers are going to jump all over this. Why? Because it's real. And the fact checkers are on the side, not of facts, but on the side of suppressing facts they don't like, that don't contribute to their narrative. Now that we know the DHS gave a grant, they're going to say, oh, whoa, whoa, I'm telling you the angle already. They're going to say, no, that video, that, that, was, that was before, before they got the grant. Go to the next uh, Fox News uh, screenshot from the Fox News piece, if you would. The school did not note its inclusion of the seminar we just played in its grant application. Oh, really? They left that out. Folks, 
This is the balls on these people. I want you to process what I just told you. You have a guy up there pitching what he believes he's breaking the law about, the silencing of free speech, terror campaigns against companies, families, and everyone else, acknowledging that he spoke to the FBI about it, and they had the moose nuts to put this in a package that they submitted to the government to get money to continue to do it. Folks, it's getting bad out there. This is, again, why I think a Trump presidency is really what we need right now. We're not going to have any pressure for re-election. There's not going to be any of this faux moderation, which really lefties mean going left. There's not going to be any of that. There's going to be a house cleaning, hopefully, on day one. And I mean a house cleaning like you've never seen before. We've got to do it. and We're going to need a strong VP because there's a good chance they impeach him over it. I hate to tell you that, but there's a good chance they try to impeach him again. Trump should just go for it. He's at that age and he's got that behind him where he needs to leave a, leave a legacy. If his legacy is cleaning out the federal government of the infection, that is the communist infection inside of it, then that's got to be what his legacy is. All right, uh, moving on. Let me get to my next story because trust nothing emanating from this government, folks. The FBI, the IRS, the DOJ, the DHS, trust nothing. These people in charge right now are running political action committees. They are not running serious organizations, intelligence organizations, folks. I'm going to cross that out so I don't make the same mistake twice later on the radio show with the video. I've been for a while now covering some of the work of Darren Beatty and Julie Kelly about the January 6th bomber. It's only one of the most important criminal cases of our time. And here's the catch. If you're a liberal, Libes, if you're a liberal, this should be priority number one for you. Wouldn't you think, Joe? We've got a guy who allegedly planted bombs on January 5th to go off on January 6th. You said January 6th was an insurrection, the worst insurrection since Pearl Harbor, the Harbor, the worst thing since the Civil War. Well, if that's actually true, if that's actually true, then why aren't you just even a little bit concerned about who the guy or the woman is who left the bombs on January 5th to go off on January 6th? Why don't you care? I got a theory on that. Let me get to my next sponsor. I'll get to this story. Popped in the Federalist yesterday. Tristan Justice. Father's Day. It's right around the corner. Get dad what he wants. Some Omaha steaks. Justin decides he's going to take over Guy's role as uh, the burglar in chief. I find out photo evidence. He's been stealing my Omaha steaks. Yeah, he was. Was he framed? He says he was framed. I don't buy it. But they both like Felice and my Omaha steaks. Why? Because they're just amazing. Perfectly aged, always tender, and guaranteed delicious. It's Father's Day. Get them some Omaha steaks. They made it easy to put a smile on the big guy's face this summer with hand-selected packages. Head over to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code BONGINO, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout. And get $30 off your qualifying order. Packages can include fork tender, bacon wrap filet mignons, or other gourmet grillables like the air-chill boneless chicken breast burgers. Jumbo Franks, and many more favorites. This is the time to pick up some Omaha steaks. Don't forget to save room for dessert. Most gift packages come with four delicious caramel apple tartlets. I get hungry talking about it. Mouth's watering right now. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use code Bongino at checkout. Get $30 off an unforgettable gift that's guaranteed to make Dad's Day. If there's one thing we know, it's Dad's want steak. 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 You have to say it like that, too. That's omahasteaks.com. Promo code Bongino at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Thanks, Omaha Steaks. We appreciate it. Trust nothing. Trust 
nothing from the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Why don't we know who the January 5th, January 6th bomber is, right? Why don't we know that? Well, the reason we don't know that, I believe, I'm giving you my opinion, take it or leave it. You want to flush it down the bowl, your choice, but I wouldn't. Been right on just about everything so far. Folks, I don't think this January 5th, uh, this January 6th bomber person is what the government wants you or who the government wants you to believe it is. The government has a narrative and the narrative is that this person was a threat. This person must have clearly been a Trump supporter trying to stop the counting of electoral votes by planting bombs, time to go off or even fake bombs that appeared to be ready to go off right around the time they were going to start counting the electoral college votes. Well, what's the problem with that narrative? The problem with that narrative is apparently, according to Tristan Justice and our good friend Kyle Cerf and a former FBI agent who actually worked uh, with people on this case, told people that the FBI has surveillance video that shows the person entering a car with a visual license plate after exiting a metro stop in Northern Virginia. A license plate. Now, last time I checked, guys, a license plate was a series of numbers and letters, and that's actually traceable back to a car registration. Doesn't mean the person in the car is that actual person. Could have been a stolen car. Could have been a rental car. Could have been a borrowed car. We don't know that, but we do know that you know who the car was registered to. So, you know, you guys investigate, Justin, any experience in the criminal space? We'll go to you on this one, Justin. So if you had a license plate that was registered to Joey Bag of Donuts at 123 Mockingbird Lane, right? What do you think as an FBI agent, you see this uh, bomber getting out of that car, wh where do you think the first place you'd go to talk to someone would be? Take a stab at it. It's, you'd probably go to Joey Bag of Donuts. It's amazing. Kid's still in college. He figured that out. He's not even an investigator. And then what happens? You go down, is this you? No, it's not me, but it's weird. I lent my car to my buddy the other day, Johnny. What do you do then, Justin? What, what do you but no, no, you don't. Joe, this is, Justin says you go to Johnny's house. Huh. Yeah, that's, it's dumb. He says it's stupid. He got ahead of himself. He got ahead. You go to, of course you go to Johnny's house. And then you talk to Johnny. We'll do one more, Justin. Let me test you. And then Johnny goes, oh my gosh, I recognize that guy in the picture. That's my brother. And the car did disappear for a little. It's my brother, Tony. What do you, what do you do? Take a step. What do you do that? Hold on. He, yes, he's right. She's right. right. Justin's got it right. He says he quits right there, there suppresses go. the story, and then uh, goes and talks to uh, the Daily Beast and says, we have no idea who the person is. Case is closed. All right. Yeah, thank you, Justin. Thank you. Yeah, he is doing this. He's, he's getting the whole gist of the Dan Bongino shit out. No right answers. No, absolutely no right answers are applicable. Is my head cut off a little bit, by the way? He should have told me. There we go. Now it's down. That, no right answers are acceptable. Do you get where I'm going with this, folks? This is not complicated. You've got a license plate. Go talk to the guy who owns a car. Have they done that? Oh, yeah. Well, why don't we know anything about it? We know everything about the guy who's had his legs up in the desk in Nancy Pelosi's office. We know his dog's name. We know his neighbors. We know his childhood kindergarten teacher's name. We, we don't know anything about it. It's so strange. Now, I told you about this thing. Did we... Did, oh, man. I... I I hate these things because they come off ridiculous. Like I'm patting myself on the back. I don't. I just don't want you to think you're wasting your time. Listen, I did this for a long time. I've got a, my best friend. My best friend on planet Earth is a retired police officer. He was a detective. This is all he did. He worked in Teru in New York City with the NYPD. The Technical Assistance Research Unit. Folks, all they did was surveillance cameras. He's told me six different ways from Sunday. Dan, it would be in a place like Washington, D.C., covered with ring doorbells and surveillance cameras everywhere. There's no way they don't know who this guy is. 
All you got to do, folks, is go backwards, reverse surveillance. Here's where he dropped the bomb. Okay, go back to the next camera. Here's where he walks in the frame where he was going to drop the bomb. Here's where he walked prior to that. And eventually you're going to get to a car. You're going to get to a hotel. You're going to get to a house, an apartment. He had to come from somewhere, an airport, right? He didn't drop out of the sky. This isn't isn't a Marvel movie where like a portal opens up and a guy just, it's not Terminator. All of a sudden Arnold's sitting there naked. That's not what happened. They know who this guy is or woman. They're not telling us. Now, I got a couple theories on this. Number one, I, I, I'm I, reasonably confident it's not who that you think it is. It's not some conservative right-wing nut because they would have put it out. Or, or, if it is, this person has a connection to one of the investigating enterprises. If you get what I'm laying down. Now, they know this person and they know it's going to have to come out eventually. Here's where the story gets. I'm going to throw you another curveball. You ready? You ready for the hook? Yeah. Get some spin on that. Are they waiting to release this person's name, man or woman, until after all of the sentences get handed down for the January 6th seditious conspirators, air quotes. Are they waiting for all the sentences to get laid down first, harsh as possible, before they release the identity of the person and lawyers start going, oh my gosh, look at this. That's so crazy. We were told it was all Magapi. Wow, so weird. Because it's strange. This happened yesterday. Oathkeeper Stuart Rhodes sentenced to 18 years. 18 years? 18 years. Are there any Antifa people in prison for 18 years? Are there any Antifa people in prison at all for burning down the courthouse, for a a murder, for attacking people randomly with bear spray and poles and any of the, what about the, what about BLM that caused billions of dollars in damage in multiple cities all across America? Where are they? Are they in jail? Where are they? What about the uh, build large mansions lady? But what about them? Are they being investigated for their use of funds? If you know what I mean? Folks, I don't condone illegal behavior. I never will. Especially don't condone any attack on police officers, obviously. Understood? Understood. I think we all get that. We don't need to speak to each other like children. We're all adults here. But 18 years? 18 years. Are they waiting to release the name of this person until after? Now, one of us is going to be right, right? Because after the last sentence is handed down for the January 6th, Seditious conspirators. You can read the story in Fox News, by the way, if you want to check it out. If all of a sudden the name of that person appears and you're like, wow, that wasn't who we thought it was. You'll remember this show on what's today's date? Today's date is 26. May 26th. You'll remember my May 26th show. Audience archivist Judy. Check this one out. Huh? Go. Flag it. Flag it. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention that. I was allowed to flag it. List. That was a loud flag. Very loud. All right. The debt ceiling. I'm going to get to the debt ceiling. Let me get to my next sponsor first. The debt ceiling debate is getting hot right now. Uh, we're going bankrupt, folks, and there's no other way around it. And people like AOC or why? She said something on the House floor yesterday so obscenely ridiculous. I know, I know. I'm not trying to make you dumber. I get it. 
I'm only playing it because Chip Roy, who's a brilliant congressman from Texas, response to AOC is just glorious. It's one of the best things you're ever going to hear. But I want you to make no mistake. Listen, everyone in the chat, let me let you know right now. So you're ready. The next segment's not going to be easy to take. There are going to be a lot of people here, even the conservatives here, who want cuts in governments, and we're not going to be comfortable with what I'm about to say. So I'm just preparing you right now. I'm, I'll understand, no hard feelings. But I'm here to tell you the truth, man, and we are in a world of trouble, and people just don't want to hear it. Folks, policy genius, if you have a family like I do, you know how much your loved ones depend on you. In a worst-case scenario, you wouldn't want to worry about money, right? A good life insurance plan can give you peace of mind that if something happens to you or your family, you'll be okay. Now's a great time to take the lead to future-proof your family's finances by getting life insurance. And Policy Genius gives you a smarter way to find and buy it. Don't waste money. Policy Genius was built to modernize the life insurance industry. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America from America's top insurers in just a few clicks. It's really fast. And find your lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start as little as $25 a month for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer coverage in as little as a week and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies. What was that? Oh, sorry. That was Siri. Policy Genius has licensed agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance company. Again, some offer uh, coverage as little as a week, avoid unnecessary medical exams. It means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurance company over another because they don't work for the insurance companies either, so you can trust their guidance. There are no added fees, and your personal details are private. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. We use them. Policy Genius, your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head to PolicyGenius.com. PolicyGenius.com. Or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's PolicyGenius.com. PolicyGenius.com. Check them out. Really appreciate your patience. These companies want to talk to you. Thank you, folks. Always appreciate it. Folks, the debt ceiling debate's getting hot right now. And here's a little bit of tough talk right now before we get, we got a lot of stuff to get to. But um, I discussed this on the radio show yesterday. I'm going to bring it up again today. Notice I'm clinching my fist because I know where this is going to go. We're going bankrupt. Now, whenever I say that, some uh, economists do, they're not you all, but it's typically a smart ass or something like that. They pretend to be conservative and they're not. They'll email me and go, Dad, the United States can't go bankrupt. We can play, but no, no, we can go bankrupt, okay? We may not legally go bankrupt like a Chapter 11, uh, a de jure legal bankruptcy, but I assure you, we can effectively go bankrupt. Bankrupt meaning de facto bankruptcy, meaning, yeah, you may have money, but the money doesn't buy anything, which I don't know about you fellas, but sounds to me like a bit of a problem. That's something we would call an issue. I got all this money. Well, what can you buy for it? Oh, absolutely nothing. Yeah, but I need food. <laughs> Sorry. Don't give us the paper. You want to go back to a barter economy? I've got some chickens. Uh, you want to do that? What do you want to do? Trade your refrigerator for a car? Hold on. Get the hump strap. I'm going to trade. I'm, I'm humping my refrigerator down the street to Johnny's house. We're trading for the car. We have an exchange, a medium exchange we call money. What happens when your money's worthless? The answer is when your money's worthless, you're in a de facto bankruptcy. Folks, that's exactly where we're going. Come on, Dan, it can't be that bad. No, it is. We're 30 trillion in debt. And the problem is the debt is getting worse every single year. This ends one of two ways, folks. One of two ways and only one of two ways. 
it ends either in the scenario I just told you, a de facto bankruptcy, where you're, we, we wind up in an inflationary cascade and a proliferation cascade of money we can't stop, where your money's nearly worthless, Weimar style. Or, number two, there is a massive productivity boom, and we are in a race against time for productivity. We invent coal fusion or something insane, some energy technology or some kind of quantum computing that blows the economy up so much we can finally pay it back. That's possible. So I don't want to sound totally doom and gloom. That is possible. We've had the Industrial Revolution doubled our economy. Bang, 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 bang. However, we're in a race against time. Do we go bankrupt before the productivity boom or does the productivity boom happen first? That is the question. Folks, we're never going to fix anything with the people we have in D.C. now, Republicans or Democrats. They're not serious. There's about five or six people, five or six people, I'm not exaggerating, in D.C. who really understand the extent of the problem. Chip Roy is one of them. There are about another 400 plus people who are the problem. One of the leaders of that is this moron in Congress, one of the dumbest people, if not the dumbest in Congress, AOC, who hilariously self-owns herself on the House floor by asking the single dumbest question I've ever heard in the House floor. Who doesn't want more government in their lives? This is hilarious. Take a look. They are accusing Democrats of saying we spend too much. For anyone that wants to entertain that thought, I ask you to think about the last time a person said has said in this country that the government does too much for them, that their Social Security check was too high, that teachers are paid too much. When was the last time anyone has heard or seen that? <laughs> I don't know. I know Justin comes in every morning. He's like, man, Dan, I'm a young college kid. And all I want to do is find a way to pay more taxes. My wife just sent me a text. No, not that one, Paula. This text. She's watching. Live. Dan, she, she hasn't called me Dan. She, your daughter is upset because they took $135 in taxes from her $600 paycheck. That's a real text. I'm not, you guys want to say, I'm not kidding. It's right here. Justin, come over here. Please vouch for the audience that this is real. Please. This is, you see Paula? There's her name at top, right? And Paula, that's yep. her, right? That she looks like that. Yep. Does that not say that? Confirmed. confirmed. Thank you. Justin's confirmed. But they, folks, nobody gives a shit about government. Nobody wants government in their life. Nobody. All we're asking for is like, can you guys build a road? Maybe a police, fire department, military? That's it. We're good. Think about it. There is nothing in your life, nothing in your life you spend more money on that you get less for than government. I pay about 40 plus percent of my income every single year to taxes. There is nothing they do for me worth that. But they pick up the garbage. I'll pick up the, oh, the garbage. I could buy a freaking garbage company for what I give the government taxes. If you had any idea the amount I paid in taxes, you would wet your diaper. It is ridiculous. He knows. It's insane. Insane. I could buy a garbage company for what I pay in taxes. I'll pay for our military, cops, firemen. That's fine. I'll pay for the roads. I don't want any government in my life at all. Government is a cancer in your life. Just about every single problem in your life is caused by government. Every single one. So AOC asked the dumb question because she's an idiot. And Chip Roy had an answer. Chip Roy's like, yeah, I'll answer that. This guy is awesome. Take a look at this. My friend from New York, Ms. Ocasio-Cortez said, quote, I ask you 
Think about the last time a person has said in this country that the government does too much for them. When was the last time anyone has heard or seen that? I'll say it. I'll say it right here. I don't want the government doing most of the things that the government is doing to interfere with the ability of the American people to carry out their lives. Federal, state, and local. When was the last time you had a bureaucrat show up and you said, oh joy, thank you. I'm really glad there's a bureaucrat here. When was the last time you were thankful for $32 trillion in debt, $100,000 almost for every man, woman, and child in America? Anybody thankful for $32 trillion in debt? Anybody? Anybody thankful for a border that's wide open being exploited by cartels while fentanyl comes in and kills our children? Everybody thankful for that Department of Homeland Security that doesn't actually secure the homeland? Everybody thankful for an FBI that went after Scott Smith and labeled him a domestic terrorist for daring to defend his daughter in a school board meeting because she was assaulted in a bathroom? Yeah. Pretty yeah, the, the chat's getting pretty good. Jojo sixty five, Amen, Mister Roy. That's right, brother. You're paying. You know, someone in the chat noted. Forgive me. It went. It was a lot of lot of comments. It was going by quick. Someone in the chat just noted, Dan, your forty percent number is inaccurate. You're right. Self correction. He says, think about it. If you factor in all the levels of production, in other words, everything you're buying, where the taxes the companies paid to build that product for you are built into the cost, kind of like a quasi-VAT tax, which we still kind of have. We have a similar mechanism in the country, although it's not a traditional VAT tax. He's right. All these costs are built. You're probably paying closer to 60, 70% of your money in taxes at times. It's obscene. It's obscene. And then when you die, they take a chunk of that too. Folks, we're in a lot of trouble, man. We're in a ton of trouble. It's disturbing. Pramia Jayapal was on the other day. I'm going to get to that in a second. And Biden keeps telling the same lie. He said it again. I'm going to put it on because, again, the guy is a freaking sociopathic liar, a sociopathic liar. He cannot stop lying, Joe Biden. He keeps saying this one thing that is absolutely fake. I'm going to show it to you in a minute, this video. And then Jayapal, one of the most radical members of Congress, gets caught, ironically, by CNN of all places. Like, hey, you don't know what you're talking about, about this debt ceiling thing. Like, nobody's with you. And she's like, no, no, tax cuts are spending. Tax cuts are spending. So just to be clear, I see a dude walking down the street and I don't rob that guy. And all of a sudden the guy's richer. Oh, look, you're richer. I didn't rob you. What are you talking about? This is the liberal mentality. They think it's not that they're dumb. They think you're dumb. They'll never forget that. Folks, windshield wow, our last sponsor appropriately named because I said, well, the first time I use it. I like clean windshields. My dad used to detail cars. We pick our sponsors wisely. I also live in Florida. Uh, it rains a lot. You get haze, you get junk, you get a pollen, all kinds of nonsense on the window. And it's just sunny down here. They call it the sunshine state. So you can't see anything. The windshield wow is an ingenious windshield cleaning device. It uses two magnetic cleaning paddles. They're super strong. One on the outside, one on the inside. To clean both sides of the windshield, all from the outside. It's super simple. You just push around the outside paddle. The inside follows, cleans the inside automatically. It's the cleanest my windshield's been in a long time. It gets in those nooks and crannies too. It's a perfect amount of cleaning pressure you need. It's super thin, gets into those tight areas, those tight dash areas. I love the windshield clean. You need it clean, it's safe. Haze and film builds up, builds up really quick. Windshield wow is the least hassle way I've seen to get streak-free and safe windshields. We got two. We actually have three. We have one in Isabel's car too. 
Go to windshieldwow.com. I get a lot of great feedback on this product. Get this ingenious cleaning device. Buy it today. That's windshieldwow.com. Windshieldwow.com. Use Bongino at checkout for a special discount. That's windshieldwow.com. Windshieldwow.com. Thanks for being our newest sponsor. Love the product. Check it out. You're really going to like it. Windshieldwow.com. Keep those windshields clean. Here's Joe Biden again. Captain Bull, you get the point. Here is Joey Botts again saying how he cut the deficit by $1.7 trillion. Dan, you keep playing it. I keep playing it because he keeps saying it, even though it's totally fake and made up, just like he was raised in a Puerto Rican community, Jewish community, black community, got arrested going to see Nelson Mandela. He was a trucker, went to Sunday services, Saturday services, uh, finished at the top of his class, and was the outstanding student and and beat up Corn Pop. Was he on the Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and uh, it's been a million. He's a million mile member of Antrac, and Angelo told him so, even though Angelo was dead at the time. He's out. Here, check this out. I reduced the deficit. I said $1.7 trillion my first two years without raising a cent and raising taxes above anyone making less than $400,000. What do you think, folks? I, I'm going to have Guy and Justin put a list, just like an index card. It's just a graphic, and we can pop it up on the screen every time. A running tally of Biden's Biden's BS meter. Nelson Mandela got arrested. I was a trucker. Uh, everything is he says his dad told him and his grandpa, which he's always making up. Oh, he was. It's fine. We just put it on a list and we can pop on the screen and people can read it. It'll incentivize them to go to the video show. He lettered in college in football. We forgot that one. Puerto Rican community was raised in the black community, Jewish community. Uh, he was, oh, oh, no. In Iraq. Yeah. His son was killed in Iraq, which had not happened. March. Oh, dude, that marched in the civil rights movement. See, can we get these down? Let's put them down on a list. Let's that's our project for next week. That way we don't have to just, you know, we just pop it up on the screen and everybody can read. But getting back to this debt ceiling debate, here's uh, Pramia Jayapal, one of the most radical members of Congress, makes Bernie Sanders uh, look like Calvin Coolidge. Here she is on CNN. When CNN has to course correct you uh, on your nonsense, you know, you're in a little bit of trouble. She's doing an interview here where she's like, hey, listen, there's a poll out there on this debt ceiling debate and the general public wants spending cuts. We're basically going bankrupt. It's like, no, no, no. They really want like tax hikes because tax cuts are spending. What are you talking about here? Take a look yourself. Let's make sure that but, we're making the wealthy pay their fair share. That's not and what that's the, the other thing we've been saying to the Republicans. The poll says. This is the exact question that was asked of voters. What should Congress do on the debt ceiling? Raise only if spending cut, 60%. Raise no matter what, 24%. Not raise, let U.S. default, 15%. These are are what they are saying to this critical question. Go ahead. No, I understand. But, Poppy, you can't take tax cuts out of spending. You know, tax cuts for the wealthiest are spending. Don't think that that isn't spending. When under Donald Trump... um, they added almost $2 trillion to the deficit because they gave tax cuts to the wealthiest. That is spending. And I think the American people understand that that's what needs to change is we need to roll back those tax cuts and we need to actually make sure that we are reducing the deficit by making the wealthiest pay their fair share, very not by cutting working people's benefits. Very well aware of what those 2017 tax cuts did. Now, now uh, listen, we're going to, I mean, I could lose my marbles here over this, but let's address this calmly for a moment because we're conservatives and we use reason, even if we're emotional about it, okay? What is the premise for the Democrats to raise taxes? Gee, why do Democrats want to raise taxes? They want more money, right? 
But what do they want to do with it? Spend it. Okay, thank you. So the Democrat argument is tax hikes are spending because that's why you want the money to spend it, right? But then the same Democrat argument is tax cuts are spending too. How is that? Uh, uh, we're I'm, I'm, uh, Joe, am I... Is, is this crazy? No. How, is, how can both things be spending? Very confounding, yes. It's confounding. Now, here's the thing. If the Trump tax cuts, which were passed in December of 2017, are spending, I know you're pulling your hair out. I don't want to make you dumber. You're like one by one strand, but trichotillomania style. Is that what that, I think that, that they were the hair pulling people is that the paint eaters. I never can get that straight. Either one, doesn't matter. You're pulling your hair out going, well, that doesn't make sense. If tax cuts equal spending, then you would think like their logic is, oh, no, no. We gave money back to rich people that belong to the government. Therefore, the government lost money. I'm trying to get in her dopey head. That's what she's probably saying, correct? No, no. That's our money. The rich people owe it to us. Donald Trump let them keep it. And therefore, we have to spend more money to make up for that or something. Well, I just want to get into Statista which is a nonpartisan site, here's federal government tax revenue from 2016 on. So if Donald Trump's tax cuts cost the government money somehow, then how is it that tax revenue went up every single year? Again, they were passed in 2017. Tax revenue, 3.32 trillion. 18, 3.33. 19, 3.46. 20, the whole COVID thing is 3.42. Little bit less. The next year, 4.05 trillion. 2022, 4.9 trillion. That's so weird because the Trump tax cuts, many of them are still in effect. So how is it tax revenue is like 50% greater? How is that? The answer is because these people lie to you all the time. They are full of crap. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone's going to have to take a hit here. Everyone. Moving forward. Everyone. I'm sorry, we are in way, way too much of a bad situation here. Everyone's going to have to take a hit with this. I want to show you something. Um, you know Cat Turd? If you don't know Cat Turd, you should. I love when people laugh, dude. Like, <laughs> Cat Turd. <laughs> you laugh. laugh all you want. Tell me you don't understand new media without uh, telling me you don't understand new media when you laugh at my man Cat Turd. This guy, we love this guy, Cat Turd. Everybody loves Cat Turd. If you're not following him on Twitter, you should follow him. He put a picture up today. Donald Trump, he was apparently sick. He was in the hospital for a little bit, had an issue going on. And here's a letter Trump sent to him. He printed up one of, you can see it if you're watching, if you're watching the live chat, you're seeing it right now. He's got it up on the screen. Donald Trump does this all the time, folks. I just wanted to tell you what kind of guy this is. He is, excuse me, the president. He'll print your tweet and he'll sign it. He wrote, get better soon, Donald Trump. It's the kind of guy he is, folks. Again, I get it. You may not love all the tweets and all the other stuff. I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me, but he's my guy. And I'm going to tell you something, man. This guy's ferociously loyal. I asked him for something the other day. His team, folks, got back to me like that. Like that. We'll have news on that soon. You're going to like it. Yeah. Yeah, you especially. Yeah. All right. I don't have time for this other thing, so let me get to questions. Questions for Dan. We had some good questions this week. What? What? You weren't ready? No. What do you mean to say? These guys are not ready. They're totally not ready for the live chat. Oh, yeah. Well, we don't have time. I'm ready. I, just, I went a little long in that beginning topic. You nodded. Oh, Guy, uh, someone in the chat wants to call it the not a joke list. That's it. You win. 
Chat person, dude, you win. With quotes, not a joke. Hey, Dan, do you think DeSantis has made a political mistake by running against Trump versus uh, waiting to run in 2028? Adam Uh Adam, appreciate the question, but no, I've addressed this a couple of times. Uh, no, because I think primaries are good things. I think this primary is going to be, and this may sound counterintuitive and weird, uh, but just hear me out. This primary may be good for DeSantis and Trump, no matter who wins or loses. It's good for Trump because I think it's going to keep Trump frosty. I think Trump's going to win. I think it's going to be kind of a runaway for him, actually. I think he's going to win. But second, it puts DeSantis on the map for 2028 if he wins or loses, right? Either way, Trump can only go one term. So that's number one. And number two, if he handles it right, DeSantis, he can become the next big thing. So I think it is a good thing. It keeps, folks, we have not won the presidency without a frosty primary in a long time. I've said it. I don't want to waste your time. I've said it a thousand times. Primaries are good things. Do not run away from it. Just don't be bitter about it afterwards. No matter who wins, folks, they're going to be better than the Democrat. All right. That's for sure. We should all agree on that. Hey, Dan, at Roger RN44, I like Trump. My wife likes DeSantis. She thinks the media will be better towards him than Trump. I disagree. What say you? Roger, I love you. Your wife sounds awesome. However, your wife is wrong. Uh, whoever is the nominee will be the worst thing ever, will be worse than the Donald Trump will be painted as the reasonable guy. If Ron, this I'm telling you, they'll be clamoring for Trump. You laugh. Just he knows it, too. We've seen it. It doesn't matter who the nominee is. The nominee could be the undertaker. It doesn't make a difference. Whoever it is, the last guy they're going to try to make sane to make the next guy look worse. Remember, George W. Bush was the worst guy ever. And then Mitt Romney came along and like, he killed a dog behind a car and he hates women. And then Trump came along. Oh, man, Romney's so reasonable. Romney came along. Oh, Bush is so reasonable. They do this all the time. It doesn't matter who the nominee is. I'm sorry, your wife is wrong. That's right. That's right. After the Florida election, when they thought DeSantis might beat Trump in the primary, he's right. Politico had an article out. DeSantis, worse than Trump. You watch. You know, just watch the polling. At Bauer, 1927. Hey, Dan, I'm trying to find your radio show, but my local station is inoperable. Is there another way to get it? Since I always followed you on Fox Nation and Rumble. There is, especially for those of you in Detroit. Uh, we're not on that station anymore for a number of reasons. But um, if you want to listen, you can always go to Bongino.com. There's a listen live. Um, there's other station websites, too, that are great. WMAL, WMAL.com. You can listen there, too. They're really clear. They do a great job. So thank you. We appreciate it. Bob Richardson, three. Hey, Dan, specifically, how can we determine who to fire in the FBI, DOJ, et cetera? It's easy, folks. They have a five-year background update in a lot of these entities. I would cut that to probably two and a half, three years. Everyone should have to sit for a polygraph in these national security-sensitive positions every two and a half, three years. And one of the first questions I would ask, what do you think? You guys leak anything to the press? You know how many people would be like, oh, the oh, machine's coming off. I quit. That is a good one because I was there. I know what those backgrounds are like. Those polygraphs are unbeatable. Well, they're beatable, but they're not for stupid people. And a lot of the leakers are dumb people. You'd clean out the government like that. Hey, Dan, BR Brad 35. How do we overcome the lethargy of people who don't want to vote? Many of those, many, many of those I talk to are fence sitters. The way I always tell you, they're going to say, oh, my vote doesn't matter. Say, yeah, it doesn't. You're right. But it matters to you. You want to call your congressman up one day or your local delegate, and you're going to need some kind of help on something, some permitting issue, whatever it may be. They're not going to take your call if they look you up and find out you don't vote. It's as simple as that. 
Yeah, yeah, it's the only way. You can't argue with people that mathematically their vote probably doesn't matter. A single vote. They're probably right. But it matters to them. To them. This is my favorite question. At Ilana Luongo 11. I just read the names. You seem like a weight's been lifted since you left Fox. Not that you were restricted about what you could say. Just as you have more freedom overall. I love you're free to talk to people like Megan and Tim Pool. Am I correct? Um... Alana, thank you for the question. Uh, no, I, I, I did not feel um, any pressure with Fox to conform. I know um, there are a lot of people out there who would like to feel otherwise, but nobody, nobody really bothered me about Fox about because I just, I mean, it's not that they, they didn't want to. I'm sure they would like to get better control over their hosts like any company would. Um, I just don't listen to anybody. So there was no pressure there at all for me. And then they, I think in the end, they kind of just respected that and left me alone. Uh, but I think the reason I sound more free and open now is because you just haven't heard me doing these interviews before. That's why. I mean, I just was kind of in a bubble because I was under contract with them. But now that you see me doing my thing on the outside and long form interviews, it kind of appears different. But good question. At NJFLA. Hey, Dan, the most important question, and we're going to leave on this note. Who are you remembering and honoring on Memorial Day? To everyone out there who has lost someone in combat and to the souls hopefully looking down upon us who've heroically left themselves behind on fields of combat, our freedom is your gift. Our freedom is your gift. Yes, God, it's God-given big R rights, but those rights have to be defended by men with guns and men willing to do violence on your behalf who come home with scars, both physical and mental, and some don't come home at all. And I want to thank you for everything. But on Memorial Day, uh, I always remember and I always put up a post about my uncle, Gregory Ambrose. He died in Vietnam. He was killed rather heroically. He won the Bronze Star with a V device, a V cluster. Uh, he was shot in the back and killed rescuing his friends. You can read his story if you look it up online. Uh, it is an amazing story. He was killed, I believe, south of uh, Thu Duc in Vietnam. And uh, he was a real hero, and my family was changed forever. It was my mother and my uh, my her siblings, my aunts, and my grandmother uh, never were the same. Everything in in their lives was pre Greg and post Greg. He was supposed to come home, and instead of coming home, they had we owned a bar. My family owned a bar, Gibby's Bar in Queens. They had the signs up, "Welcome home, Greg." It was the day he was supposed to come home, and uh, two soldiers showed up instead. My grandmother was never the same, ever. So, you know, it, I recognize Memorial Day. I don't like to say happy Memorial Day because it's, it's just the tone of that is wrong. But enjoy yourselves this weekend. You know, have yourselves a, 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 an adult soda and enjoy your family with barbecue. But uh, as you're having that adult soda and that, uh, that beer, hopefully not a Bud Light, pour out a little sip for all the people who died. All of these heroes, because you wouldn't be barbecuing if it wasn't for them. Memorial Day. We will be off on Monday. I'll be on the radio, however, today. Uh, thank you all for everything over the last few weeks. I got to tell you, these live chats, I can't say it enough. I've been just so entertaining. Uh, damn right I will, Dan, says the, the Boken tool. God bless you all. It's so much fun talking to you every day. It's like a radio show with call-ins, but you get to call in the whole show. So uh, you're part of this. This show's for you, always. I'll always be there for you. 11 a.m., 
every single day, Eastern time, rumble.com slash Bongino. If you want to join, just do us one favor, click that follow button at the top of the page. It's free. We will see you back here on Tuesday. See you next week. Good day, sir. You just heard Dan Bongino.